Welcome to the Mission Driven Podcast, the show designed to empower, educate, and encourage you to stay focused and committed to your mission. I'm your host, AC Cristales. Let's get ready to roll. Yo, what's up? How's it going? It's AC Cristales, and this is the first episode of the Mission Driven Podcast. Today, I'll be discussing what you can expect to hear from this podcast, what being mission driven is all about, and how and when the mission got started for me. So without further ado, let's get to it. First of all, I have to say that the idea for this podcast has been in the works for a long time. In fact, my brother and I recorded a podcast a couple of years ago, but we never released it. Why? To be honest with you, I can't honestly remember, but I can tell you that the reason as to why it's taken me this long to commit to record a podcast on a consistent basis has been because of me. There are no excuses, and trust me, I could come up with several valid, legit reasons. Like, you know, I've been working on my doctorate, and I'm about two to three semesters away from earning it, and that's definitely not been a walk in the park for me. Um, Also, my daughter, you know, she keeps me busy with her extracurricular activities, and now that she's playing select soccer, it's like every weekend or every other weekend there's this tournament going on. But on my end, that's what parenting is all about, and so if I have to sit out in this crazy 103 degree Texas heat like I did today. You know, in fact, my daughter had two games today. And if I have to do that, you know, while I watch her play, then I'll do it. You know, I'll burn my butt off and sweat and get darker than I already am. But again, for me, that's what parenting is all about. You know, being there for her and making sure that she knows that I support her and I'm there to encourage her. And another reason that I can think of is just life, you know. Life happens and challenges arise and you go through peaks and valleys. You have your good moments and then, you know, there are times where you have your low moments because there's not one person in this life who could say that they don't struggle. We all do. Again, that's life. So if you chalk it up, you know, doctoral work, daddy duties, life, and then I haven't even mentioned, you know, my speaking engagements and, you know, the traveling that that I have to do. And, you know, teaching sociology and now, you know, serving as an assistant principal whenever my local school district calls. I stay busy. And frankly, I wouldn't want it any other way. But regardless of all those reasons, which, again, they're legit, they're valid. But when I started to really reflect and think about, man, why haven't I made this jump to start podcasting? I've been wanting to do it for a long time. There's several things that I've I've wanted to do in regards to just making sure that I'm out there and providing value and content that can encourage and empower, you know, people who follow me on social media, people who have heard me speak, you know, my students, you know, my colleagues. And when I really reflect the reason why I haven't done it for me, all those things that I mentioned to you, all those reasons, honestly, they became excuses because you see, I'm of this mindset. You want something. I mean, if you really, really, really want something, You made time for it, period. And I simply haven't made time for podcasting. And maybe you're thinking, AC, man, dude, you know, you are pretty busy. But my comeback is this, all right? This is my reflection. This is is me being honest and transparent with you. My comeback is this. What about the hours I spent on social media looking at the same posts from the same people? You know, I scroll up and down like I missed something. But nope, I already saw that picture. I already liked it. Maybe I commented on there. But here I am, hours later, and I'm still on this phone. Now, trust me, I'm not the social media police, and I'm not here to tell you that you should limit your time to two hours a day or whatever, you know, because first of all, you're not my kid. You know, I'm not here to, I'm not here to follow you. 
But what I will tell you again is that when you truly want something, you'll make time for it. So here I am. You know, I've, I've made this decision to commit to this podcast on a consistent basis. And here's my hope. My hope is that what I share on a consistent basis will encourage you to either A, find your mission if you haven't done so already, or B, stay focused and committed to that mission you're a part of or the personal one that guides and governs your life. I plan to break up this podcast into two topics, empowerment and education. So what I mean by that is that one week you'll get a podcast with leadership and empowerment stories and tips that you can utilize to improve your life regardless of what stage you find yourself in. I mean, you could be a leader of 3,000 employees or you could be a wife and a mother of three children. You could be 45 years old seeking inspiration or you could be 15 years old searching for a purpose. I got you. You see, all that matters is that you're receptive to the message that I bring to you because ultimately I'm here to encourage you because we're all on a journey. And so why not spend time listening to someone who's going to lift you up when you fall that's supposed to just walking around you, leaving you to fend for yourself when you're down on the ground. So empowerment talks will be one week and I plan to use aspects of my culture and please, please, I know Cristales, you know, you think, oh, this guy's Latino, but please don't limit me to just my Latino culture. Meaning I'm not just going to talk about tacos, frijoles and tortillas and that's all good and all and trust me, but there's more to me than that. I mean, I'm part Guatemala too, baby. So, you know, there's chuchitos and pepian and I'm also Peruvian, peruano. So there's ceviche, papa la boncaina, lomo saltado. Dude, I, I better stop because I'm, I'm getting hungry. But this isn't a food podcast. But what I mean by talking about and using aspects of my culture is that I'm going to use movies, music, and sayings from books and literature that resonate with me to connect to the topic for a specific podcast having to do with leadership and empowerment. So that's what you can expect to find um, one week you know, from this podcast. And the other weeks, I plan to discuss educational topics because besides being a keynote speaker... Uh, I'm an educator, and I have been since I was 19 years old. You know, I started out uh, in 2001 as a bilingual classroom mate at Caldwell Elementary in Garland, Texas, and I did that for two years, and then I taught for three and a half years, and then, you know, at, at 24 years old, I was promoted to, to assistant principal, and I did that for eight and a half years, and fortunately, you know, I'm still able to serve and help out Garland Independent School District as a substitute assistant principal whenever they need me to. So I'm, I'm definitely still connected in the schools, but here's the cherry on top for me in, in terms of still being an educator, is that I teach sociology at Richland Community College and I've been doing that for three years now. I absolutely love it. So just taking my expertise, taking my knowledge, I plan on you know using all that and sharing it with educators, principals, teachers, parents, and even students to just again, provide you nuggets and wisdom to just help you on your journey, all right? So I plan to do the back and forth with empowerment and education topics, and if it ever gets to the point where I have to separate them, I will. After all, I'm all about adapting to better serve my audience. Why? Well, because I'm mission-driven. <laughs> my bad, cheesy, I know, sorry. I had to throw that in. But exactly, what does mission-driven mean? You know, if you follow me on social media or You've seen some of my posts. Sometimes, you know, I'll end it. My hashtag will be mission driven. So what does it mean? You know, what is what is mission driven? Essentially, simply, it means that I'm driven by a mission. You know, I'm driven by a purpose. There's something that I want to do. And I can tell you that something right now. You know, the mission in my life is to be the best father, educator and speaker that I can be. 
you know, and, and daily I strive for that. And, and more than that, I want to be a positive impact in the lives of those that I serve. And I want to, I want people that I have the chance to meet, to encounter, to see someone who's positive and who's overcome struggles and obstacles. So honestly, I just want to be an inspiration to others. And, and it's more than just me saying things. I know there's this quote that says that sometimes the greatest sermons are the sermons that, that are preached with actions and not with words. So I just want people to see my life and I'm not saying my life is perfect, but I want people to see my life and see like, yo, you know, this guy, you know, he's overcome some things. And, and throughout my podcast, you know, I'll share my life. You know, one of the things that, that my students have always said, you know, and people who have heard me speak is that they love my genuineness. You know, they, some, some of them say, man, you, you're just real and, and I'm transparent. So. I want, I want to be able to, to bring that, right? I want to be able to, to show you that because to me, the, one of the greatest things that every individual has is, is their story, right? And, as, and we're the authors of those stories. You know, we're writing those stories every day. And so I want to be that inspiration. You know, it may, it may sound cheesy, right? I want to bring happiness to others, but I, I really do. You know, I really want to just to, just to you know, be able to Man, if, if you meet me somewhere on the street or whatever, if you meet me at, at the restaurant or, or wherever I'm at, you know, you know, it doesn't even have to be after a speaking engagement, just just wherever. You know, I just want to be able to just bring joy, you know, just joy to the atmosphere because there's just so many there's so much negativity out there. And so I really want to just be able to be a light, be a light in this world, you know, so. Um, <clears throat> And especially now, so I don't, some of you guys don't know this, but, you know, for the past week, you know, I've, I've been helping out as an assistant principal at an elementary school. Now, I'm a secondary guy. And, and what that means is that, uh, you know, most of my, my expertise or most of my, my time in education was in middle school. You know, and now, you know, teaching college kids, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's what I love. I, I love the older students, but trust me, don't, don't get me wrong. Don't, don't make it seem like I don't, I don't love the little babies. I do. But it's different for me, you know, and so um, you'd be surprised to see that even, you know, there's there are students who will walk into to the campus and there are students this past week who walked into the campus and, you know, they just had this sad look on their face. And so mission driven. Right. What's the mission to be the best educator, to be the best father, to be the best speaker. But more than that, it's just to be a positive impact. So you know, one of the things that I do is, is that I'm intentional, intentional in the sense of, of making sure that I, that I say hi to these kids, making sure that I smile at them, making sure that I tell them, hey, to, to smile and, and, and just know that, that somebody cares about them, you know? And so, again, that's part of the mission. And I know that for me, I'm driven by that because I know that there are a lot of people who are hurting. In fact, I was hurting, you know? And so, you know, there, it took somebody when I was young to, to speak, you know, life into me, not even when I was young. I mean, there's times when, when I'm struggling with things, even as an adult, right? And somebody will, will say something to me to encourage me, you know? So there are a lot of people who are hurting, you know? We, like, again, you know, back to what I said a, a couple of minutes ago, we all go through peaks and valleys. And I'm sure you've seen a lot of people hurting. I mean, think about it. Think about at school, think about at your job, think about, you know, at the store, you know, Walmart and stuff. And, and I know it's kind of like, man, well, I'm not just going to walk up to anybody at Walmart and just, you know, tell them to, to smile. But it's not even about that sometimes. Sometimes it's, it's you know, that cashier who, who just looks upset. And, you know, just your smile can can sometimes just change the 
just change the atmosphere, you know? And so that, that's what I'm talking about. You know, one of the things that I, that I make it a point to always say when I'm speaking is that I think we have this whole word success twisted. You know, we think success is, is having, you know, uh, the biggest house or having the nicest car or having, you know, what they say now, securing the bag, right? Giving that money or whatnot. But to me, success, true success, and this is just my definition. This is AC Cristales, what success is and what I, you know, hope to to impart, you know, and, and encourage others to see is that success isn't just about what it does for me, you know, the, the goods that it brings, the money that it brings, or the happiness or whatever. I mean, and that's all fine and dandy, and I'm not trying to discount any of that. But to me, true success is being able to help somebody else out, you know, and, and I love this quote, you know, by by Ralph Waldo Emerson. And this quote really just, just speaks to me, you know, especially in terms of of fulfilling my mission, right? Going out there and making sure that that I'm a that I'm able to make a positive impact in the lives of, of those that I see on a daily basis. But this is what this quote says, and I'm paraphrasing. It says, if one life has breathed easier because I lived, that's success. You know, if I've helped out someone because just simply by my presence or simply by my smile or simply by my words or simply by my hug, then that's success. And I want to tell you the same thing. If, if you help out someone tomorrow or you help out someone today after listening to this podcast, you, you make their, their life easier, that's success. And that is the mission. So I just want to be the best that I can be, you know? <laughs> Sounds like the army. I just want to be the best that I can be. Now, understand that's my personal mission. And your personal mission may be something else. That's totally fine. You know, but understand the value. This is what I want you to get from this podcast. I want you to understand the value and the power of a mission. Again, mission. What is it that you want to accomplish? What is it that you're doing? What is it that you're working for? All right. Because what we've heard a lot lately, a lot lately is like, remember your why, remember your why. But, you know, if you don't have a what, your why doesn't matter. So what is it that you're trying to accomplish? Once you know what you're trying to accomplish, then you have your why. Right. I want to be I want to accomplish this. And here's why I won't quit. I want to be the best father, and here's why I won't quit, all right? So the power of a mission, understand that. You see, when you know what you're living for, all right, when you know you're living for something or that you have something or someone to live for, I honestly believe that you'll approach life differently. You know those hard times I talked about at the beginning when you know you're on a mission? You may fall down. You may fail. You may cry for a bit. You may feel the sting of disappointment and even heartbreak. But if you know you have a mission, there's a mission in your life, there's no way you're going to stay down because the mission is what drives you. The mission is what picks you up. When you have no direction, the mission is what compels you. When you think life is finished with you, the mission is what urges you to keep going through the tough times because, you know, they're coming. In fact, some of you right now listening to this, you're probably going through some tough times. So let me tell you, find your mission. Find what it is that you want to accomplish. Find what it is that you want to do. Find your purpose. Find your reason to live. Because you being here on earth is no accident. You're here for a purpose. You have a mission. Believe that. And once you have that, once you know that there's something that I'm living for, there's something that, that I, I'm, I'm destined to do in this world, and whether it's to, to you know, just, you know, better my family or, or better myself, what, you know, and, and by bettering myself, I'm able to better my little brother, my little sister, my mom, my dad, whatever it is that you want to do, man, you'll, you'll, you'll choose to live life differently. All right. And again, I'm not saying you're going to do things perfectly. You're going to fall. You're going to make mistakes regardless of those mistakes, regardless of those things that that sometimes, you know, people call them setbacks. You're going to keep going because you're on a mission. Now, 
when did it all start for me? That's kind of the thing. You know, some people get it twisted. Some people think that, yo, it started, you know, when I when I left, you know, my job as an assistant principal. And, and I left. It's going to be six years in, six years in, in February that, that I left, you know, my position as an assistant principal. And it wasn't because I was, you know, fed up with the job. It was because, you know, there was there was something that was urging me, you know, to, to go out and, and speak and and write books and, and just go out there and just, you know, take that leap of faith to see what I'm really made of in terms of being a professional speaker and a full-time speaker. So, um, but no, that's not when it started. I'll never forget. I'll never forget when I realized that there was a special calling on my life. There were several moments, you know, growing up, uh, but this one stands out the most. When I was 14 years old, I started writing my own rap songs, but it was it was positive, right? It was positive. I wasn't rapping about, you know, selling drugs or robbing people or or dripping or big pimping, whatever it is that they say now. I wasn't rapping about any of that. I was rapping about overcoming life struggles, you know, um, because at 14, I really felt like I had to grow up quick. You know, I was I was raised by a single mom, and so some people say that I have an old soul that, you know, I'm very wise for my years, but, you know, it's not, I don't, how can I say this? I don't, you know, say that in an arrogant way because it's not like I chose that. It's kind of like, all right, this is what life gave you. These are the cards that were dealt to you. So bam, grow up, you know? So at 14, I was, I was writing rap songs because again, you know, there was no, my mom wasn't going to pay for me to go to therapy. My mom was, and, and I'm not discounting any of that. You know, and it's not that she wasn't going to pay because she didn't want to or wouldn't have wanted to. It's because she's honestly, you know, as a single mom taking care of two boys, there was no way that she was going to be able to afford, you know, therapy for, for boys. So I started writing, you know, and, you know, it's, it's therapeutic for some. And I, I guarantee you there's some people out there who journal and, and write and, you know, draw and do things. And, it's, you know, it's therapy for you, you know. And in fact, if you think about some of you know, you know the, the greatest rappers, in my opinion, you know, I think Tupac was one of the, the greatest rappers of all time. You know, he started writing, you know, and in his raps, it was it was like therapy to him. You know, he, he wrote about, you know, just wanting to make, you know, his, his early stuff, right? Not, not his death row stuff, but his early stuff was about just wanting to make a change in the community. So it was kind of like therapy. He saw what was going out there, you know, in his neighborhoods and, and he didn't like it. So, you know, and what he did is, is he wrote rhymes. And so that's what I was doing in essence too, you know, just trying to like, look, you know, this is, you know, I'm just trying to overcome. So let, let me, let me write about these, about these, you know, things that have things and experiences that I've gone through. So 14 started writing a, about a year later, you know, just doing some songs and, and I didn't have any production, you know, I was, uh, <laughs> I, I was 15 and I had been rapping here and there and, and mostly where I rapped was at churches because at, at 13 years old, I started going to church. Um, and probably the only reason I rapped at churches and small churches at that, like storefront churches, were because they were probably the only ones who would have given me a shot, you know, or who gave me a shot. And you have to understand, this was way before SoundCloud, way before YouTube. So, I mean, I didn't have those, those you know, social media you know, um, social media sites to, to put me out there. So whatever door open I took and I was rapping over instrumentals, like that would take like notorious B.I.G.'s, you know, beats and P. Diddy beats or whatever. And I would rap over that, you know, I'd rap over those instrumentals because I didn't have the gift to produce. That was not my gift. I still don't have, I, I know what kind of beats I like, but I just never had that gift to produce music. And trust me, I tried, I really tried. 
Uh, but that's another story for another day. So 15 years old, and I remember my brother actually comes to the house one day, and he says that he heard on the radio that there was a talent show, and he asked if I wanted to be in it. Now, I have to be honest, I was hesitant at first, um, but like some big brothers do, he was good at convincing me, and so I decided to do it. So me and a younger friend of mine who was 13 at the time, so I was 15, he was 13, we were going to rap at this talent show, and the talent show was called Friday Night Thing. And I remember that drive, you know, so, you know, the, the day gets here, and I remember the drive. My brother was driving us, and while we were on the highway, I'm not going to lie, man, I was, I was getting nervous. And then, you know, he takes the exit to go to the church where the event is going to be held at. And although the event was not in the countryside of Dallas, we did drive by about two to three miles of country fields. After all, you know, this is Texas. And so I remember looking at the fields and I remember, you know, just, just telling myself, the harvest is ready, but the workers are few. Now, mind you, I was 15 years old at the time, but regardless, I was committed that day to being a worker. I was committed that day to making sure that I would be able to shine my light in whatever capacity and whatever opportunity that I had to do so. So, I wanted to share my story and I was gonna do it and with whoever was gonna be there. And even though I was nervous, I told myself that. I'm, I'm committed, I'm gonna do this. And it's, it's crazy how things work, you know? So my brother's driving, he doesn't know what, he, doesn't, he can't read my thoughts, you know? And he looks at me like he knew what I was thinking. And he says these words, and I'll never forget these words. He says these words, he says, the mission is now, but the passion is eternal. Man. It just, just thinking about it, just, man, it's just, the mission is now, but the passion is eternal. So we get to the location of where the talent show was held at. You know, it was in the gym of an African-American church in South Dallas. So needless to say, you know, I'm trying to just, you know, put the setting out there for you. Needless to say, me, my brother, and my buddy were pretty much the only Latinos in there. And there, and there wasn't any problem with that. Trust me, it was all good. It's all good. Because I grew up and I hung out with everybody. I didn't exclude anybody because of the race. You know, I may have been excluded by others, but as long as you were cool with me, I was cool with you. So here we are in this church, you know, in this gym. And uh, once the talent show started, I couldn't help but to be intimidated because there was some major talent there. You know, you had groups that were stepping, you had girls that were singing, and I mean, these, these girls could sing, other guys that were rapping, and then at the end, here come these two Latino teenagers, you know? <laughs> and I'm sure the crowd was thinking, what are these two guys gonna bring, you know? What are they gonna, you know, seriously, they're gonna rap? But we got up on stage, and me being the older one, again, my, my buddy was 13, I was 15, I took the lead. And I remember saying, man, I remember taking that mic, you know, getting up there. And this is the first time, you know, I, I rapped in a place that wasn't around people that I knew. Because when you're around people you know, you know, yeah, it is. They're going to be like, yo, good job, good job, good job. Even though they may not really believe that, but they're not going to tell you that you did a bad job. Because for the most part, they just want you to be nice. And you're like 15 years old and they don't want to crush your dreams that quick, right? And so it was the first time we were around people we didn't know and people I didn't know. And so I, I took that microphone and I remember saying, this is not about talent. For me, it's not about talent. It's about the anointing. And what I meant by anointing is like, this is about the calling, all right? So it's not about the talent, but it's about this calling. It's about this calling that I have on my life. And man, I'm telling you, I was preaching. 
And then I was like, this is the calling that God has placed on my life. And I just want to share my story. So here it goes. Boom. Man, and there we go. We went, you know, and I started to rap. Can you believe this? Can you believe that we ended up winning? I don't even necessarily think we won because we were the most talented. I, I honestly, I don't think that, you know, uh, not to say that I, I'm, I'm, you know, just, you know, you know, disrespecting myself, you know, but honestly, I don't, I don't think we were the most talented. I think it had to do with we were the most passionate, you know, we were the most transparent. And trust me, as a 15 year old, um, I promise you, I didn't know what transparent meant at the time, but I, I know what it means now. But I was genuine. I was real, you know, and I just I just put my heart out there. And so maybe I said it wasn't about talent because I knew I wasn't the most talented, but I knew I was passionate. I knew I was passionate about just sharing my story. And so even to this day, you know, I'm a firm believer that you have to do what you love with passion or you shouldn't do it at all. So, man, that, that was a great night, but it got even better. As we headed to the car that night, an older lady stopped us and started speaking life into us. You know, she told us that God had big plans for our lives and that she was going to pray for us. In fact, she prayed for us that night, right there in that moment, in that parking lot. One of those moments that I will never forget because that was one moment when someone saw in me something that I probably didn't even see in myself. And as she was speaking and as she was praying, I believed it. And as I believed it, I knew that I had to start living differently. And I, I knew in, in the sense that I couldn't just be, you know, wake up every morning and be like, well, you know, I don't know what life has for me. No, at, at 15 years old, I'm like, man, I want to work with young people. And so when people say, how did you know you wanted to be an educator? Because at 15 years old, I saw what, you know, what being on stage, and it's not even about being on stage, but what sharing my story could do for people, you know? So at that moment, I knew that I wanted to live differently. And so, man, I am so thankful for that. You know, it's, I, it's, honestly, that's when this whole mission, you know, started, you know? And so I'm so thankful for that, you know, because that's, that's, I, I knew, I knew there was something, I knew that there was something that, there was something for me to do in this world. I knew that there was a mission for me. And it, again, it didn't mean that I was perfect and it doesn't mean that you're gonna be perfect. Just because you have a mission doesn't mean you're perfect and you're always gonna make the, the smartest choices. But trust me, trust me, because I've made some bad choices myself, but your bad choices don't negate the fact that you're here on this earth for a purpose. All right, let me say that again. Your, your, your bad choices, the pa your past mistakes does not negate the fact that you're placed on this earth for a purpose. And so I'm telling you, it was, it was a great night. And not just because we won, <laughs> but it was a great night because I found, in essence, I found what it is that I wanted to do. And here I am, you know, I'm, um, I've been in education for, for 19 years, you know, um, I'm 37 years old and this happened when I was 15 years old. And so what's that? 22 years later, you know, I'm still working with young people. I'm still wanting to make a difference, wanting to share my story. So I guess you could say that I've been mission driven without even knowing what that meant since I was a teenager. And I'm going to agree with that. But to that point, there are other experiences before that that kind of foreshadowed, you know, the choices that I would take with my life, you know. Um, but I'll share that, you know, in other future podcasts. But this is my hope. Here it is. This is my hope. That you will hear something. And, and I hope that you heard something today that's going to speak life, encouragement, and hope into you. The way that lady, who I don't even know her name, to this day I don't know her name, to this day I've never seen her again. But that lady that night spoke life, encouragement, hope into me. And so that's what I want to do too. 
it, what she said resonated so strongly with me. And I have, I've never forgotten that. And as I talk about this podcast, and I'm so glad that I've chosen to do this podcast because it made me remember that it, it's just so powerful. It's one of those moments. I believe that life is made of moments, right? It's those moments and experiences that change your life forever. And I've never forgotten that. And so check this out. You may not even know me. You may have just stumbled upon this podcast, but just because you may not even know me, that doesn't mean that there's not any power in what I'm saying to you. Because my hope is that there is. There is some power in the sense that you realize that I'm speaking life and encouragement to you. So check this out. You have a purpose. Regardless of the challenges that you're facing, maybe some of them are unfortunate circumstances in your life that you can't help, you can't control. Regardless of the failures you've experienced, let me tell you something. None of that negates or cancels out the fact that your life has purpose and meaning. That's why I'm doing this podcast. Because I want listeners to get that. And not only get that, but also trust and believe that because it's true. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you've enjoyed listening to episode one. If you have, please share with your friends on social media. And hey, they can listen to the podcast while they're running, while they're driving to work. And just know that episode two will drop next week. Thank you for listening to the Mission Driven Podcast with AC Cristales. Be sure to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and leave a rating and review. As always, the mission continues, so remain mission-driven. Till next time, faith, hope, love.